Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. And now for Pucks and Pints. Brought to you by Jimmy Sports Lounge in Kingston, Ontario. Hey, shoots and scores. Hockey Talk. Here are your hosts, the Big B, Coach K, and Baker. The waiting is over. You believe in miracles? Yes. And now for pucks and pints. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Pucks and Pints. My name is Coach K. It's great to be here with you tonight. As you can tell, I got my voice back, and I'm ready to go. Uh, It's going to be a great show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot of stuff to get through, as always, Uh, but stay with us. We have uh, picked up uh, two new syndicates. You'll hear us on the All Sports Talk radio network, and you'll also hear us on Pulse Talk very shortly. And uh, rumor has it there's more to come. They're jumping on the Pucks and Pints uh, bandwagon. Anyway, this is episode three. Tonight is uh, October the 3rd. We're getting closer to the start of the season. I've got two great uh, co-hosts with me tonight, and of course, uh, as always, uh, from Queens, New York, uh, former referee and uh, ranger expert, uh, Sir Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am uh, Big B, and uh, I'm currently day-to-day, but uh, I should be uh, okay for the start of the season. Yeah, well, maybe I won't have to ring the buzzer and you won't talk as much tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, d- depending on what what you said in in the chat, you have a big uh, a big diatribe that's coming for your uh, for your yeah. Hot I've kind of laid off on that because Bacon's give us time limits, but uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I'll touch on it. I'll, I'll touch on it briefly. But uh, bring our uh, our craft beer expert in. That's right. Uh, uh, coming to you from our uh, our friends to the north, uh, the salty one himself is Bacon. <laughs> evening everybody evening if i sound like i just woke up it's because i did oh boy we were wondering if you're gonna before the it. show was to start and i didn't <laughs> i looked at my watch and panicked and here i am <laughs> all right we'll carry you i'm full energy tonight i'll start off your little beer segment by saying i was like uh honestly surprised to get a couple of cans dropped off 
uh, from someone. Thank you very much. And a little brown bag. Um, Sons of Kent, uh, just about 45 minutes away from us, Bacon, uh, in, in Chatham, yep. Ontario. And I'm going to try the uh, Game Beast uh, tonight. Nice. I've had their uh, their eight-track lager. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Um, I haven't had a lot of the other stuff, but I've, I've heard good things. So let me know how that one goes. Not bad. I'm uh I'm falling back on a uh, a past uh, a past sponsor of the show. I got my hat from Frank Brewing, and uh, got some lemonade sour to finish off the uh, finish off the summer. I guess say goodbye to summer one last weekend, and we'll see how it goes. I have my bombshell as backup tonight from uh, Frank's, uh, so I'm right there with you. And of course, Big B, give an old shout out to your old. My my German Pilsner, the old standby. Gross. You know, uh, Big B is on another show, and he has something different to drink every week. Uh, it's liquor, but he always has the same damn beer every single week on Pucks yeah, and Pikes. Right it's 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 not Pucks Radio. <laughs> huh? It's it's not Pucks Radio. It's Pucks and pints. Right. Well, I have my 16-ounce Pilsner uh, that will do me just fine. I have a refrigerator full of them right there. I know you do. Well, you I, know, we, we can forgive you this month because it is Oktoberfest. But so, I have a question. Like, those, those bottles you have there, um, are those, like, do you bring those back? And, and obviously, those are some expensive bottles, not like the cans. Oh, not that recap. not that bacon and I do not recycle, ladies and gentlemen. Don't jump all over me yet because I'll piss you off later. Um, but uh, no, I don't return them because it's still the same. it's still five cents per bottle, no matter how big it is. Really? So I don't return them. We do have mandatory recycling here in New York, so we just goes out and got those fancy caps recycling. and everything. It's almost like your home brewing. Oh, it's wonderful. It's yeah, I was gonna say those those caps. Can you you might you might remember. The old pop shop pop. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. And they had those caps on them. This oh, is just in case you want to save your beer for later. Uh, by the way, uh, before we go too far, um, I am. Wrapping uh, huh. the, Nash the Nashville Predators. Uh, didn't get to see a hockey game, but both Bacon and I were up there uh, last week. Didn't cross paths, but. Is what it no, is. There was, but, too, there was too many people there, man. I'll oh, tell you what. Fuck me. Yeah, there there had to be. I bet you there had to be close to a hundred thousand people downtown yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, I. It was, I, it was I, nuts. I hit a wall. That makes me laugh. I now I know you're from like a small town. <laughs> it uh, it didn't have a small town vibe. I'll tell you that. No, but I'm I'm from New York, so like a hundred thousand people. That's like lunch on a within Tuesday. two blocks. He didn't specify. Yes. Yes, that's that's lunch on a Tuesday in New York City. Holy jeez. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we got a lot to get to. Hopefully, we're going to play up or down tonight, so this is why I'm moving things along. Uh, but uh, I think we got uh, every week the hot seat uh, brings a little bit uh, of variety from the hosts, and um, hopefully it will this week again. And now, Stinky Lockers presents the hot seat. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. All right, so uh, 
don't know, Big B, you've been chomping at the bit for, for yours for uh, a couple of weeks now. Um, so I'm going to let you go first. Remember to keep it to three minutes or you're going to get in shit. I don't want, I don't want to be on the bad side of bacon. Let me no, tell you. Oh God, no. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if we go back to the beginning of, of this year, February, 2022, Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, and uh, after that happened, it seemed across the globe, everybody rejected everything, anything that had to do with Russia. That included the NHL. Uh, in March of 2022, the NHL suspended its relationship with the KHL. Uh, and they told teams to cease contact with its KHL counterparts and Russia-based agents. Uh, and it also terminated the NHL's Russian broadcast agreement. You also, and the World Juniors, uh, anything, the Olympics. Any, the uh, NHL, yeah, the NHL severed its relationship. Anything having to do with Russian players, everybody was, you know, against. Fast forward to September of this year. Now we're in uh, preseason in the NHL. The NHL is kicking off some uh, international games. Uh, and they're set to have the Sharks and the Predators, your Nashville Predators, uh, playing over in the Czech Republic. Well, the Czech Foreign Ministry came out and told the Predators and the Sharks that their Russian players would not be welcome because of the war in Ukraine. Hmm. Uh, that would include uh, Yakov Trenin, Alexander Barbara, uh, Barbanov, uh, and Evgeny uh, uh, Svechnikov, who's on a San Jose PTO. Uh, Mike Greer, in response to this, the uh, GM from the San Jose Sharks came out and said, uh, we're a team, uh, either we all play or we don't play. Great coach, or GM, I guess, in this case, but uh, right. un, un, unproven, but that's the kind of attitude I like. That's Right, that's the kind of, and that's a great attitude. This is surprisingly led by former NHL goaltender Dominic Hasek. Really? I guess he forgot. Pavel Datsuk, Sergei Fedorov, Igor Larionov, the, the, the players he played with, his friends, I guess uh, they don't matter anymore because they're Russian. Or, 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 the, or the matter that, that Hasek also defected. Um, right. That's, he was, he was, he might not have been the first, but he was in the, he was in the first handful of, of players that defected. Now, now they can come over and play uh, when, when things are good. But right. Hashik was a defected player. Well, now he doesn't want. Now his he he is quoted as saying, and he this was released on Twitter that he wants the NHL to suspend all Russian players. I don't know what Hashik has gone off the the deep end with this. Now, uh, just so we know the what the NHL cutting ties with the KHL means. Let's look at some players that were that played in the KHL that made their way to the NHL. Artemi Panarin. Sergei Bobro Bob Bobrovsky. Good job. Uh, Ilya Mikhaev. You guys know him from Toronto. Yeah. He's hurt and, already, uh, by the way. And more recently, uh, Krilly uh, Kaprizov. From Minnesota. From Minnesota. Kaprizov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a funny thing. The NHL wants to cut all ties with with Russian with the KHL and anything having to do with Russia, but who's the face of Russian hockey in the NHL? Anybody? Well, I, Alex, I, I, Alexander I, Ovechkin. Yep, I was going to lean to that. And if you go old school, you'd say Sergei Fedorov. 
Right. But right now it's Alexander Ovechkin, yep. who's, you know, in the top five in scoring all time. Three. And they are if you watch the pre-show him. video, he is three. 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 He is three. And they are praising him. So there's hypocrisy there. And the, what the NHL and, and the Czech Republic and all this is doing, what they're doing is punishing players that have nothing to do with Putin invading Ukraine. Right. So all they're let, doing let, is let, all they're doing is this is called virtue signal. Let, let's do it. Let's do a TED talk here, Big B. Okay. It's like me because I'm Canadian. I believe in everything Trudeau does. Uh, because you're an American, uh, Biden is your guy. These guys are hockey players. They want to play a game. They're not killing. They're not raping. They're not. I, I understand you need sanctions. I I understand. You know the 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 poli- political side of this. I've taken you know all this shit, but these are hockey players, and and they 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 play and they are in the U.S. because they love the game. Guys like Datsuk, they go back home. They love the motherland. They love Mother Russia. That's cool, right? But they're playing in the NHL because it's the greatest league in the world. The NHL, the KHL are good for each other. Absolutely. And you know it's it's uh, it's it's funny because sports is the one area where all this world politic war stuff kind of is always should be forgotten, and you see it all the time in the Olympics. Yes, where there are two warring nations going at each other, but the Olympic athletes embrace each other. You know they go against each other in whatever sport they're in. Sport, but it's, you know, a, sport, a handshake a- at the end, a hug at the end. Sport is supposed to be what ended wars. Right. And I know it's a universal language. Yeah. Go back to the Romans, the Greeks, whatever it was, when when the first Olympic, like it it was supposed to end wars with the superior competition uh, of of sport, any sport, not just Mm -hmm. our sport. Right. Anyway, Bigby, good point. Do you have anything to add, Bacon? Because I'm going to cut him off. I just the only thing I I find interesting about the whole situation is that in some other avenues of sport, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, there is a a women's I don't know if it's soccer or basketball player right now from the U.S. that's over there that they won't let return. So the oh, remaining Brittany, uh, Brittany Griner, she's Griner, right? Yeah, right. A women's basketball player from the WNBA. Yeah. So the the, the rest of the team is saying, okay, look, we want to go over there and play, but the coaches are saying the coaches in the Ministers of sport over here are saying, look, don't do it because you could be subject to the same thing. I say do the opposite over here. Let them all come over and play and show that we're the bigger, the bigger country. And, you know, hey, you guys have your problems going on over there. But if your players want to come over here and play, come on in. Let's keep uh, one thing in mind with her. Um, she she knelt the during the national anthem of her country. And now she's crying mama. Um, and she she so, also broke a law. That's yeah, why she's and, and, and that's politics. And that's we right. swore we were not going to cross right. any borders. And like re- that. really, really quick, one last point: uh, Alex Ovechkin, the face, the Russian face of the NHL, is an outspoken supporter of Vladimir Putin. They want to punish everybody else, but Alex Ovechkin gets a pass. Huh. Yep. We wouldn't have the game without him, and I'll tell you, there'd be a lot of controversy if they banned Alex Ovechkin from playing. Oh, for sure. That just shows hypocrisy of the NHL. The, the, I, I agree. Gary Bettman needs to go for several reasons. 
Uh, anyway, um, Bacon, I'm going to pass it over to you. you. Your your complaint is a little bit more closer to home, perhaps. And I've got some good news for you uh, when you're done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just real quick, breaking news before I go. It's one nothing Maple Leafs over the uh, the Montreal Canadiens two minutes into the game. Okay, so they are they are dressing pretty much their opening night lineup. Yes, and, they are. And, and, and they're playing the fourth or fifth team in the Eastern Conference. That's, so that's right. That's, that's I, right. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'd classify that as breaking news. I mean... Uh... <laughs> All right, well, when you think of going to a game, right? So modern size family i've got i've got four kids so for me it's going to be a little bit more expensive no matter what but you say a family of four okay who do you think is the most expensive team to go watch in the nhl the toronto maple leafs uh, probably the rangers too rangers yeah and i See, also that's, priced, and that's what i would have picked i, I would have said I, rangers right off the bat so i did a little looking you were right though coach k Toronto is the number one most expensive team for a family of four to go watch in the NHL at an average of six ninety seven seventy five U.S. to take your family to see a game. Unless, unless, and this is what I did with uh, Jake uh, during last year's game uh, against Boston near the end of the season. I had tickets. I was blessed enough to get uh, a pair of tickets. I bought him a lower bowl seat, and it was not that bad. If you're buying single seats. So as long as you guys don't right. mind FaceTiming uh, and don't want to sit together, you're gold. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, but so, the beers so are 25 note, bucks. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. On that note, I don't know. So the numbers that I'm looking at, I, I, I'm assuming it's just ticket prices alone uh, because everything referenced ticket prices. Right. So. Um, in 21-22, the average cost of a ticket rose 5% to an average of $82 a ticket, U.S. Um, so obviously there are exceptions to that rule. You can get tickets in the Hopper Bowl. You can get tickets, you know, um, on different sites a lot cheaper. But this was the average face value of a moderately priced lower bowl seat for the NHL. So the next one's down the list, Seattle being the new new guy in the league. They're the set number two at six seventy two, Vegas at number three at six fifty, yeah. the Rangers at six forty five as number four, and Chicago at five seventy three. You put Nashville up there, by the way, because I was looking at Nashville, and uh, they're quite expensive. They are quite expensive. You're right. Uh, the flip side of that is Arizona, obviously being the cheapest at three fourteen for a family of four. Uh, but, but you're watching it in an arena the size of a backdoor rink. Right. So on, on that argument, so these numbers are based off of last year's numbers when they had an actual arena. Oh, okay. But you you do make a very good point, right? At 315, you've got an up-close and personal intimate experience versus Toronto where you're sitting three-quarters of a mile away from the, the, the ice. Yeah. Right. If you pay four hundred, you oh, get to sit on the bench. Although, although, mind you, <laughs> although, mind you, those those three hundred dollar or whatever they are upper bowl seats in Toronto are actually pretty good seats. We we were there, and and it's still fun just to be in the atmosphere. Oh, they, they, and that's the thing: the atmosphere makes the the game right. Um, Florida to be number 31 at three nineteen. Buffalo coming in at thirtieth at three forty six. Um. I can't read my writing, but I'm thinking it's Edmonton. No, Edmonton's got to be off the wall now. 
Oh, Columbus. I'm sorry. Columbus is 29 at 340 and Ottawa at 354. Columbus will go up because of Johnny Goudreau. No, it hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. I'd like to say something very quickly. I don't mean to interrupt. So my goal this year is to explore a couple of different arenas because of, like you said, Bacon, I went last year. I was fortunate enough to be gifted with seats. Uh, whether or not I go back to Toronto uh, is, is yet to be said, but you're right. It's like three grand for three tickets. It's yeah. freaking ridiculous. And the beer is 25 bucks and a hot dog is 27.50. And popcorn is probably 19 bucks. But anyway, it's all good. I wanted to experience it. So I've always found Detroit to be a value, especially since they have not eclipsed. Uh, the years when they were the Datsuks, Fedorovs, Iserman, yada, yada, yada. I can still get a ticket, and I, I apologize, I, I don't have the family value. I can still get a, a sixth row behind the net where Toronto shoots twice. And by the way, boys, uh, November 29th, I will not be available because I will be there uh, watching the Leafs and the Wings uh, for $135 U.S., uh, we're talking U.S. dollars, which Big B knows, but for uh, Bacon and I, uh, add another uh, 25%. Um, great deal. I went to Nashville. Nashville is double plus. Uh, lucky to get an upper bowl seat for 198 U.S., but it's supposed to be a very cool place to watch a hockey game. I then skipped over to Columbus. Columbus... I can get a seat behind the net for $115 U.S. where the uh, Maple Leafs would shoot twice or whatever your favorite team is, ladies and gentlemen. You can get middle, so red line, 165 U.S., which includes access to the lounge and unlimited food and drink. So put into mind... The hotels are just, so. Here's the other deal, uh, bacon, really quick. Big beads, uh, just to give you an idea on price. You're whatever three thousand dollars to watch a game in Toronto. You're four hundred dollars, well, three hundred dollars a night hotel and parking. Your gas or whatever to get up to Toronto. You take that all into consideration. You're the same distance from Columbus to drive. You can, you can gas up in the United States. The hotel is $129, and it's a Hilton. And um, then you got these seats in, in, in Columbus. Um, experience a different arena, still get to see your team, probably walk away with 2000 in your bank. Just an idea. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I was going to mention with Columbus, it seems like Columbus, um, Detroit especially because we're right next door, but... Um, you know, even probably Buffalo for you, Big B, you know, for the, the sake of a three hour drive or a four hour drive, you save yourself a whole ton of money. Right. So how does that compare to the other sports? Right. So you look at the other sports that are in the area, you know, obviously Detroit being in our backyard, they've got an NBA team, they've got an MLB team, they've got an NFL team, and they've got an NHL team. Um, so looking at that, the average cost to go to an NFL game, I will start on the low end. The MLB game, two fifty three for a family of four. Well, right off the rocker. I I, I was going to go see a, a Lion game just to go because we hadn't been to Ford Field yet. 
Yeah, I can see three Red Wing games for that, so I'll pass. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre. Like uh, the NBA, 440, the NHL at 462, and the NFL at 568. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But they have less games, too. And their field is fucking huge. Yeah, it's, a, it's monstrous. So if you want a decent seat, Go on Ticketmaster or whatever. By the way, folks, I'm going to I'm gonna forego my hot seat because it wasn't really that good. And we've got some good conversation going on with Big B and, uh, <laughs> and Bacon. Because if I do my hot seat, we'll be here to like a Jerry Lewis telethon. Uh, I'll, ju- I'll just talk to Bacon about it on the side. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, football's right. And then I thought, oh, I booked off American Thanksgiving. I do it every year. Buffalo's coming uh, to Detroit. <laughs> They're not dumb. The four hundred dollars seats just became seven fifty. Yep. yep. The Lions aren't that good. I'm sorry, but it's not about the Lions. It's about Josh Allen and uh, the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills because they are Super Bowl contenders. I get it. And and along I- those lines, remember you had, you just alluded to it. There's only, uh, what, 17 games now in the NFL. So you're talking about eight or nine games for the year in the home stadium. So they have to make all their money within those eight or nine games, whereas opposed to, uh, um, you know, the NHL uh, or the NBA, you have a ton more games. Uh, and and uh, MLB, you got 80, was it 81 games uh, at the at home. 40-something in the NHL, uh, was a 41 in the NHL, 41 in the NBA. So you have more games to make up that revenue. In, in, in the NFL, you only got eight. Yeah, and, and I get it. But they also have 10 times the amount of seats. So you Correct, but I, 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 can, I, I can almost guarantee it kind of, it will even itself out. I, I agree. So really quickly, Bacon, uh, I want to throw this at you because I don't go anymore. Unless my wife's boss gets a booth or somebody says, hey, I got a couple tickets. And there was a couple times last year I bought tickets for Jake and his buddy because it was a deep run. Now, junior hockey, uh, Big B here, is a, a very big thing. Uh, your number one draft pick, Connor Bedard. Uh, your number four draft pick, uh, what's his name in Seattle. They all come from this league, and we have an opportunity to watch them. Mitch Marner. Uh, all kinds of great players um, that have come through. How often are you willing to spend, uh, what is it now, uh, Bacon, 30 bucks for a junior hockey ticket? Yeah, at least, like to go to the Spitz, right? You're looking, I think it's uh, anywhere between 28 and 42 bucks, maybe. Right, and you've got a family of four, like you said, um, and if you want a beer, they're 12 bucks there. They're not cheap. And, yep, and um, a coffee is going to cost you almost the same price. So you might as well be a devil and go for the beer. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I, well, I think I bought tickets once last year when they had a promo. It was like 25% off or some, some deal. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of businesses around here that give them away for free and that yeah. sort of thing. So um, I, I usually take advantage of that. Um, I'll, I'll buy tickets if they're in the playoffs, maybe if they got a chance at going somewhere. Yeah. Um, but even then it's on nights when it's, you know, 25 bucks a ticket or something. Yeah. And um, I, I, like I said, I bought the boys, 
I bought the boy some tickets last year, and he brought a buddy because I'm not cool to watch hockey with anymore. And uh, but yeah, no, I but I'm, I'm just saying, even down to the level of a, of, a, of a local junior hockey club, the the pr- the price is ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. But uh, on the, uh, when you're talking about the local junior hockey club, as opposed to the NHL. I've never been, but I'm assuming you get more access kind of to the team. Not that you're in the locker room, obviously, but more access to the team. You're closer to the action. Like I went to a minor league. I went to minor league baseball games uh, for the Yankees upstate New York, you know, years ago. And like I had the team signing autographs after the game. They were all hanging out. You know, you got to you got to like be right. Like you know, right on the field section. Yeah, the nosebleed seats are like being lower bowl. Right. So yeah. so so for that price, you get a lot more interaction, a lot more up close and personal interaction, as opposed to being at an NHL game. Right. Which I think, but which you I could, think you could quite possibly big be be watching Austin Matthews versus Connor McDavid, as opposed to. 90% of that team that is, is going to go play university uh, when they're done. Yep. Like there's there's one guy on the spits, I think, that might make the Dallas Stars, and I highly doubt that's going to happen. Right, but that's, that's to equate it to, to when I went to minor league baseball, it's the same thing. You don't know if this guy's going to make the majors one day and be a superstar. You could be watching Derek Jeter in low single a ball you would never know he would be you know the the greatest shortstop in yankee history you know it's it's kind of the thrill of it i think that kind of justifies the the price because it's a bigger experience that's like playing a lottery your chances unless you've uh, unless a guy like bacon who knows his players says uh you know sean wright's coming tonight from uh, kingston uh i want to see him play or Mitch Marner's coming from the London Knights with uh, Chuchuk and and uh, whoever their other winger was there from Tampa. Um, you're going to see some players you know are going to develop, but it, it's a crapshoot. But it, but it's the experience. It's Never mind fun. the players. It's it's the experience. But yeah, we, that's you know the, the having the spits here. We we kind of lucked out, I think, for a few years where you know we got Sergachev who went to Tampa. We had Ryan Ellis who went to Nashville and then onto the Flyers. Taylor we Hall. Had, uh, Taylor Hall. Jack Campbell. Right? Like, uh, yeah. We had, we uh, had Jack Spezza. Campbell, and then the goalie after Jack Campbell was the one in uh, Colorado, um, Grubauer. Yeah, like, we, we've lucked out down here quite and a bit. Logan Stanley. These guys when they're really young, right? Um, so, I, I don't know. There's a lot of good players that come out of London as well, but uh, I, I feel we we're pretty lucky down here. Uh, but again, like you say, it's kind of a crapshoot some nights. So yeah, like the team they have this year, I don't know. There's there's like two returning players, and it, it's going to be a tough watch for me, I think. All right. So, boys, we've really, uh, we've really carried on with that in uh, a great hot seat. And you're very blessed, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, if – time was permitting you would have heard a coach uh bitch about referees uh which i know is a really hot topic but maybe we'll do a special show about it and i can uh i can i can do a good old uh big b rant i'll give you my point of view because i was a referee yeah and, and and i know a lot of good referees but i heard a rule 
uh, in the minor hockey this year that really makes me livid. But I'm not going to go there. You're not going to tempt me. You are the snake in the Garden of Eden. You are Satan, and I'm not going to take your bait. We will tempt you next week. Next Maybe week. next week I'll talk about it, but it'll still take too much time, and hockey will be real. So, gentlemen, in just a minute, you're going to need to mute your mics. I think we're getting out of the uh, Bobo League uh, and in southern China and wherever we've been. I think Jay Vegas uh, is going to give us some good tips for those of you who like to gamble. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we do not promote gambling uh, on this show. Uh, gentlemen, you too can mute, and I will mute in just a second. Now, Jimmy Sports Lounge presents the Jay Vegas Picks of the Week. And there he is. I'm going to go myself. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is really difficult. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Jay Vegas's Pick of the Week. Um, we're not going to be going to any weird or obscure leagues anymore. Uh, we're not going to focus on the Danish league. We're not going to even touch the Australian league. No Asian league anymore, even though even though we're 3-0 and with our picks, with these sort of globetrotter picks. Uh, the NHL is back. Uh, preseason has started. We're ready to go. Got a great pick for you guys tonight. Uh, this pick is actually for a game. That will start shortly after the Pucks and Pints episode airs. Before we get to my pick, though, there's two more teams I'd like to add to my teams to make the playoffs or not to make the playoffs. Um, we're going to go with the Buffalo Sabres. I'm going to be sprinkling a little bit of money on the Buffalo Sabres um, to make the playoffs. I mean, virtually half the teams in the NHL make the playoffs, and Every now and then, some of those teams that make the playoffs are barely 500. I think that's what you can expect from Buffalo. I don't think they're going to come out on top of this division, but I think they're going to sneak into the playoffs this year, and you should be getting 7-1 to one on them. Some books are 6.5-1. to one. If you shop around, you can get 7-1 to one or even better to, better than 7-1, to one, and that's the, uh, that's the Buffalo Sabres, and that's one of the bets I'm going with. The second one is the Las Vegas Knights to not make the playoffs. And you're getting better than two to one at most books on the nights to not make the playoffs. You're going to have problems with Robin Leonard. Uh, it's going to be a long, tough season for the Vegas Knights. We signed Phil Kessel. I can't believe we signed Phil Kessel. We would have had a better chance signing Joey Chestnut. It's just not going to be a very good season for the Knights. It's not going to turn out well for them. So uh, we're taking the Vegas Golden Knights to not make the playoffs. I'm going to have as many points as Phil Kessel by the All-Star break. We're taking the Knights not to make the playoffs and sprinkling a little on the Buffalo Sabres to make the playoffs because we're getting good value there at 7-1. to uh, The first NHL pick, even though, like I said, we're 3-0 and with my Globetrotter picks, with the Hokkaido White Hawks and the Melbourne Mustangs and the Fredericksburg team. Uh, we're away from all that now. NHL's back. Yes, it's only preseason, but I got a winner tonight for you. 
It's the Calgary Flames. You're getting good value on them. I don't know exactly who they're playing. These are preseason rosters, and I'm sure that the Kraken is going to ice a much younger or stronger preseason team. But uh, even with the juice that you're paying on the Calgary Flames tonight, right after the Pucks and Pines podcast, we're taking the Calgary Flames, Kirk Muller, and the Calgary Flames over the Seattle Kraken. That's your pick for this week. Also, tonight, it might be a little late to get this bet in, but I would never suggest paying this much juice. It's about minus one, minus 250 or minus 260. But you're getting a player to not hit a home run. And right now, the way Aaron Judge is rolling, he only pays about plus 185 or plus 190 (coughs) to hit a home run. We're going to take him not to hit a home run tonight. Uh, I feel like eventually he's going to break this record, but it's not going to be tonight. Get your 260 down to make 100. It's money in the bank, folks, and so is Calgary. There's your winner. We went 3-0 and with our globetrotting picks. We're going to go 3-0 and in preseason here. And then we'll be full. Well, then we'll probably be into regular season, and I'll have some more winners for you then. Vegas Golden Knights not to make the playoffs. Buffalo Sabres to make the playoffs. Aaron Judge to not hit a home run tonight. And right after the Pucks and Pints podcast, when you're done watching this, get some big money in. Beg, borrow, steal, mortgage the house and put it on the Calgary Flames. Those are your picks of the week. And good luck. And I'll see you guys next week. Ladies and gentlemen, he's asking her to mortgage the house to go in on Calgary. Oh my gosh! I don't know if I'm going to take that one, but he is. He's three and zero. He's not bullshitting. Uh, he's picking. He's picking Buffalo to make the playoffs. I don't know about that. I think. I think him and uh, him and Bacon should go head to head on a twenty. I think for for next week, Jay. Please, can you? Chime in during your picks of the week, long term, your outlook for the Montreal Canadiens. Bacon says fourth or fifth. If it's fourth, they're making the playoffs. What does Jay Vegas think? If they're fifth, they'll make the playoffs. He's talking, Bacon's talking fifth in the East and and Jay Vegas. But the thing about Jay, you got to remember, guys, he's, he's picking good money, good value for your money. Like well, like when he know. like he's when he was or... when, when he was talking about Shesterkin for the Vesna, he's going, you know, you're one to one. The guy gets hurt, you're not going to make your money. You might get some money on this guy or that guy. So he he looks at it a little bit differently than we do. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, everybody on this planet, aside from Bacon, thinks the Montreal Canadiens are shit. So does the money? Is there good money to? Put on the Montreal Canadiens to make the playoffs. And, 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 and yeah, that's your question uh, next week. 
uh, Jay Vegas, and why you think uh, Buffalo has a better chance than Ottawa, Detroit, <laughs> Boston, and 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 Montreal. I'm just I like curious. how Jay Vegas thinks here. Not to mention <laughs> the rest of the Eastern Conference, like. People are chirping about Columbus and, and, and the Islanders and, and Pittsburgh making a final run. And there's a lot of noise in the Eastern Conference. That's what I was trying, if, trying to tell you boys earlier. If Buffalo's going to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, who doesn't? Out of all the teams that, that made it last year, who doesn't? With the Capitals, maybe? Yeah, that's a good that's a good point yeah. because maybe Boston. Buffalo we don't know how they're you know Boston, they look yeah, good. That's true. Maybe Boston, Boston looks good when they're healthy. Um, but but if you want to say the the Sabers are going to compete in the Eastern Conference, who doesn't? All right, listen, I have been dying to get to this segment, and I think you guys will have some fun with it, and that's why I'm pressing and removing my hot seat and all that other stuff. It's a little thing called up or down. I think it'll be some fun, and once you guys. Once you guys understand what I'm doing here, uh, you'll get it. And we still got to get to Mike Jolitz. And uh, we we just have a, a time issue here. We, we, we got to get better. It's time to play. Up or down. All right. So, so up or down is not as complicated as it sounds, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are going to look at nice yawn. Uh, bacon. <laughs> I thought I had more time. Love how he tried to, and, and how he stopped it in mid yawn. That can't be good for you. It hurt like hell, but I thought I had more time. Yeah, I, I don't think that's good for you to to, to just let it go. It's okay. Um, so up or down, we're going to look at players, teams, points, gold scored for, gold scores against, whatever. And we're going to take a look at it, and we're going to make a prediction, and Big B's got to get his book out for this stuff is um, the first one on the chat thing here. I missed someone in chat. I apologize. Uh, Melissa's been going crazy in there. Uh, she has breaking news that Toronto is winning 2 to nothing, yeah, and, uh, and she also thinks Columbus has an all-right team. You're probably got a better bet than the Montreal Canadiens there, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, not to pick on bacon, um, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Lots of controversy there. My second round pick in the fantasy draft. I know it was creating a lot of buzz. So the Vegas Golden Knights were a little bit different than the Seattle Kraken. Okay. The Seattle Kraken went more for a uh, build for the future kind of new franchise in the NHL. The Vegas Knights were in from day one. They've spent money, they've traded away futures. They've invested in everything. They made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and then have kind of dropped off the map. But they still got a lot of high percentage players on that team. The Vegas Golden Knights, 94 points, fourth in the Pacific, uh, ninth, I believe, uh, so one off from that elusive uh, playoff spot last year. Boys, up or down? Uh, I will, uh, I will say down. Uh, I know they they got your man. You you love uh, uh, Bruce Cassidy uh, as a coach, but uh, down. There's too much going on with that team. 
Eichel is 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 constantly hurt. He'll be by the time November rolls around, he'll be out with a with a season ending injury. So I say down. You guys will eat poo on Jack Eichel. I love that pick. Um, and I got that dude who just signed in St. Louis as my third center, Thomas. So don't worry about me. Um, <laughs> Bacon up or down? Vegas Golden Knights. I'm saying down as well for for similar reasons. There's a lot of a lot of things going on in that uh, in that team right now. They're they're kind of in the state of flux. You know, they're they're adding players. They're they're trying to keep players healthy. Uh, the the fantasy predictions for Eichel were going nuts this year, saying you know he's going to you know work miracles for this team. I just don't see him staying healthy enough to do it. Uh, I don't I don't know if there's going to be a season ending injury, but I don't think he's going to put up the numbers they thought. But on the plus side, they got hot dog Phil. <laughs> no, so, look, I'm and he looks, I'll be honest, and he looks good. He doesn't look like hot dog Phil anymore, but I bet you he still doesn't do much for the team. Is there a such thing as a subtraction by addition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they've done. That's well, that's exactly what years. they've done with Phil. Let's Gates. remember, ladies and gentlemen, Max, uh, Max Pacioretty is not playing hockey right now. Um, anyway, I agree to a certain extent. I think Jack Eichel is going to have a good year, especially if Mark Stone is healthy. They still have, um, uh, what's his name on defense from the Blues? Uh, my mind is going now. Uh, Peter Angelo. Uh, they have um, the other dude there that someone stole from me. Um, oh, my brain's going on me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think Isbia picked him. Uh, Theodore. Uh, they have a lot of good hockey players in uh, Vegas still. The downfall of Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, which no one seems to want to recognize, is... There is no goaltending. You can no, chirp my ass about the Toronto Maple Leafs until you're blue in the face. This team has zero goaltending. They traded Flurry. The other dude is hurt. Um, they're done. They're done. Because if you look at it, guys, uh, 248 goals against last year. When they were at their prime, when they made the Stanley Cup, they were somewhere around 208, I believe, which that was a big slip. Now you don't have your two goalies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they've, they're listing, as of right now, they're listing Aiden Hill and Michael Hutchinson and then Thompson as the as the third. Yeah. Um, good luck. Good luck. That's Good what luck. I got to say. I'll go with Murray and Samsonov any day, especially with Calgren as your number three. Um, all right, let's go to a couple of players. And this should cause some good debate. Uh, first of all, over to your beloved uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, Bacon. Uh, Mitch Marner, uh, 15 pounds heavier again into camp. Uh, I used to call him a ballerina. Uh, dancer, I, he used to irritate the shit out of me at how he avoided the puck. Now they're talking about playing him on defense in critical situations when they're down a goal. 97 points. And may I remind you, they held him out of the past three games, or sorry, the last three games of the season. Up or down, boys, Mitch Marner, 
97 points. I will defer to Bacon because, uh, you know, Toronto's his team. 97 points. I think coming off the year that Matthews had last year, the steam that they've got on the front end, I'm going to say up. It's it's against everything I I, I want to say, but I think he's gonna he's gonna put up some numbers this year. I think only because if he doesn't, well, let's put it this way: he's gonna put up the numbers knowing that they have to do something with Matthews next year. So by the 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 token of let's give a good performance this year, maybe help the signing, keep him around or bring somebody in to help that line out to go for a, a really, really good, legitimate push, or say, hey, look what I did this year. When my turn comes, get me out of here. So you just so. said you don't like bunting. And by the way, I can tell you right now, there is a blank check on the table for Austin Matthews. So don't worry about that. Uh, up or down, Big B? 97 points. Uh what you're saying there in the, in that 97 points is that he's going to feed Austin Matthews the entire season. He's not going to score more than 20, 25. So what you're saying is the bulk of that is going to be assists. Well, he um, scored. Let, let, let me correct you. He played 72 games. I'm assuming they'll let him play at least 80 this year if he doesn't get hurt. He scored 35 goals. He, uh, he had... Um, 62 assists, which is what what his thing is. His shooting percentage was a 15.6, which was slightly over his career average, but he's a young man getting better. Um I'm over. I'm 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 over on bunting. I'm over on uh, Matthews is gonna score 65 goals. Um and 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 your boy Kreider is the one that's not gonna not gonna hit thirty. Um, no, I say I'm I'm under. But I don't think Matthews is gonna score sixty. It's not often that players score sixty. So you know, let alone consecutively. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna say under. Okay, write it down. Uh, we'll I, probably... I'm putting. I'm putting. Uh, down, up or down, so this is down. Yeah, uh, both Bacon and I are up. Uh, Bacon reluctantly, me all the way. If they would have played him in those last three games of the season, he would have found a way to get three points, and he would have been at 100, especially some of the ridiculous people that went over 100 last year. Because, by the way, boys, there was 12 over 100 last year, which is unheard of in the NHL. And the game is changing. But yeah. let's get ready for another fight. That's something that drove me nuts last year with, with the Leafs was the fact that you're right. They held him out the last three games, didn't give him a chance to get to that 100 mark. And the same thing with Spezza. He was getting older. He was getting ready to retire. He's three points away from 1,000 a a thousand games played. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with so, you. If, if I'm if I'm the Leafs front end, I How say, about, okay, listen, we're going to give you a conditional a conditional contract. While you're, you're while you're you. while you're bashing the Leafs, how about Keith Yandel uh, being held yeah, out from yeah. an Iron Man because the Philadelphia Flyers? Why? Yeah, 
What? What was there to be accomplished? And you hold out Keith Yandel? Yep, that was that was another bad one too. Another storyline from last year that was, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, those those little things like that they drive me nuts. It's one of those things where the management should just sit down and go, look, we're gonna, we want you to be in the front office, but we want you to hit this milestone. So let's get you to that milestone, and then, all right, you've played your last game. I'm gonna retire, and let's go. You know, it's just maddening to be that close and not hit it of a significant milestone. Um. Let's fight. Right, let's go. What else let's, you got? Let, let, let's put our gloves on. Uh, Matthew Tchuk, um, 104 points, playing with Goudreau. Up or down? <laughs> down. Down. For sure. Down. Oh, God. Down. He, he, he's, he's a max 80-point player, which is not a bad player, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a bad player, by any means. But if that boy didn't cash in at the right time because his dad was probably one of the greats. I I, I love Keith. Um, he, you know, probably didn't make the money the rest of his boys are making. But this, this kid's not a bad hockey player. But you bailed out on a good team. I've said it now. I'm going to say it again. Calgary won. Florida lost. They lost Drew. They lost Huberto. They lost Mackenzie Weezer. And they lost draft picks. And I'm telling you, Matthew Tuchuk is a great player. What's his name? Whoever took the center uh, from Florida. Yep, he's pretty good too. But guess what? He doesn't have Huberto anymore. Barbarov or whatever the hell his name is. I think I took him. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it's it's true, and I say he's down. He's he's going to be down as well. I mean, you're you're not playing with anybody on the level of Johnny Goudreau, and with Huberdeau gone, you're the sole focus on that team, and yep. that's what other teams' defense is going to key off of. Yep, he was up, like you said, over eighty points last year. I've got him. I've got him maybe low seventies this year, um, maybe high sixties. Only because he's got to be the man now. He's got nobody there to help him out. So, which hey, listen, trying to put up or shut up, and I think it's going to be it's going to be an eye opener for him. That's still a hell of a player, and that's still like I, I I'm bashing him, but that's still a very important player in a very important position, and the guy's a good hockey player. A seventy point guy is is a guy you want in your lineup. Okay, let's. Oh yeah, by all let's means. be very like, clear about that. Still a good player, but not. Eh. He, he's not going to be where he was last. He's year. not a hundred and four point guy. He cashed in at the right time. Dad, dad, yes. daddy, daddy's no dummy. Bobby Orr is probably his agent. Um, I got two more, but we'll probably only get to one because we got to get over to Mike Joel. It's really quick. Uh, I want to know about the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, another interesting position because uh, uh, Boudreaux came in and. And, and they went on a roll, and they were right in there with Vegas and Winnipeg and uh, uh, the Kings. Um, where you guys got Vegas? We we, we got. Um, hang on, let me find my my number on uh, Vancouver. Was ninety two points, which is not bad. Uh, two forty nine goals for two thirty six uh, against. Um, 20 and 14, 7 at home, 20 and 16, 5 on the road. 
good goalie. Uh, and and you guys saw me pick up Pedersen. And um, I think Vancouver's on an upside and could cause some trouble, which causes that little log jam we were talking about with, with Vegas and Winnipeg and Minnesota and Nashville. And I got Vegas, or sorry, I got Vancouver up. I don't know about this one. I, I don't. I'm going to push this. I'm, I'm going to say they also signed JT Miller. By the way, it, it, it's up or down, but I'm going to say push. They're going to be. They're going to be the same as last year. I don't think they're going to be better. I don't think they're going to be worse. I, I. I don't have a thought. I don't really have a feeling on them. Um, other than I, I don't think they're going to be an earth shaker, but they're going to be a team to contend with. So my question is, uh, is JT Miller going to have the same type of season he had last year? Never and had it before. My question is, is he going to have the same type of season? And my question is, did they sign JT Miller to keep him? Or is he more appealing now on the trade market that he's locked in long term? There's right. a lot and of questions is- revolving around the Canucks and, mm-hmm. and JT Miller because uh, Jim Benning's in the hot seat just like several other GMs. And this is where I like Bacon's analysis of a push because you don't know. JT Miller has never gone, you know, what do you you have, 99 points, something to that effect last year. Never done that before. Is he going to do that again? You bring up a good point. Is the signing just so he'll be more attractive at the trade deadline? I think that I think that I think that depends on how they perform. You you got a Hughes boy there, you mm-hmm. got Brock Besner, you 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 got Pedersen. Actually, there's two of them with the exact same name, but you got the main Pedersen, who I picked. Mm-hmm. You, you you've, you've got a, a decent goalie in in uh, Demko. Demko. Um, I think their backup this, goalie this is, is not too they, bad. But but this is what they had last year, and they were sellers at the trade deadline. They didn't sell the core, though, and you got uh, Boudreaux made an amazing run, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Boudreaux had that team surging, and 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 he is a player's coach. Okay, uh, Bacon would know. He runs a hockey school uh, in uh, in the summertime. He, he's, he's, he's a nice guy that players love to play for, and I think you've got a good, solid core if they stay healthy. Stanley Cup, no, not a chance. Playoffs, they're in that freaking mess yep. that the Western Conference is once you drop off the top two or three teams. Yep, I I, I see him hovering again. <laughs> Like the last couple of years, fourth or fifth, just 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 on that bubble. But I don't know if they're going to be any better. So I, I just I got to go with with the push on this one. And, I, and, I, I agree. I like that. Uh, I like the push. What exactly does push mean? That means it's not, not up, up it's or not down. down. You're you're kind of even. All yeah. right, they're going to be the same. I don't know. Same. I gotta. I, I I get feelings about things. My 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 spidey senses start to tingle, and. Um, and and I just think you got a coach that's going to drive them. You got a pretty good core if they stay healthy. Um, they don't, you know, start selling the farm again. 
I don't see them as that kind of franchise because the city of Vancouver likes to win. Anyway, uh, boys, that was up or down. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, sure. That's the kind of stuff we talk about on Up or Down. Now, we've got to bring our big friend in here to close the show. It's not just about hockey. It's about sports. It's the Mike Jolett Sports Minute. Now it's time for Sports Minute with Mike Jolett's Gladiator Hole. Hello, Pucks and Pints. How the hell are you guys doing? What's going on? Coach K, Sir Big B, and Bacon. Man, I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you're doing good. All right, guys, it is now time for the Sports Minute. NFL is doing away with the Pro Bowl as you know it. They're changing it to a skills competition with a flag football game at the end of the week. Uh, nah, sounds about as boring as it was before. Uh, there's only five games left in the Major League Baseball season. Aaron Judge still chasing his 62nd home run. Get it, Aaron. Get it. Wisconsin Badgers dropped another game. They lost to Ohio State two weeks ago and then to the Fighting Illini this past weekend. Meanwhile, the Ohio State Buckeyes are 5-0 and and the Badgers are 2-3. and in NFL news, the Vikings beat the Aints, the Seahawks beat the Lions, the Jets beat Schittsburg, the Eagles beat the Jaguars and still are undefeated, the Browns lost to the Falcons, Dallas beat Washington, the Bears still suck and they lost to the Giants, and the Packers beat the Referees and the Patriots. And as just a little final um, something, uh, Dave Letterman was a Maple Leaf fan just like Coach K and Bacon. Alrighty, guys, so that does it for this, the Sports Minute. Have a great show, guys. I'll be checking it out later. Bye-bye. show guys uh next week we are so close to the regular season we're gonna smell it like a dog in heat i can't wait the we'll fun, be in it next week the fun is about to begin all right everybody uh listen uh whether you're listening to us on podcast uh whether you're watching us on replay on youtube whether you chose to join us live tonight which we appreciate you more than you'll ever know uh, that wraps it up for this edition of Pucks and Pints. And we will see you next week. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Evening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel now and make sure you never miss another upload. This is Pucks and Pints.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.